Jazz win over the Phoenix Suns. Welcome on back to your Jazz game night post-game show. Jake, uh, Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. We'll get you back down in the locker room in just a moment to hear uh, more player sound. But, uh, Tim, we just heard from Coach Quinn Snyder. Any thoughts on uh, what Jazz head coach had to say? Yeah, I liked how he talked about, you know, the defensive habits and felt like after watching the film the other night, even as well as the Jazz played defensively, there was still more that they felt like they could give and, and kind of pointed out a play that, you know, George Niang bought into and got switched off in a difficult situation, did a great job of, of being disciplined and guarding. You know, and I think that that's going to be a real theme for this year. The The offense seems to be like something that the Jazz will really most nights be able to take care of is that defensive energy and, and then I, would, I thought it was pretty interesting, too, talking about Trent Forrest and just his poise. I, I felt like, and you and I have talked watching the games, he comes in and, and he, he kind of plays at a different level than we're used to, uh, you know, the third point guard playing with. And uh, it really is not surprising when Quinn said he's the winningest all-time player in Florida State history. That's kind of how he plays out there. And, and he's going to be an interesting piece of this puzzle to watch um, and see how, you know, if, there, if there's a fit for a third point guard on the team. All right, let's throw things on back down to the locker room where George Niang is addressing the media. Uh, first question will come from Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Hey, George, I was just talking to Quinn about your defensive progression over the last year and then again since the bubble to now. And I'm just wondering what you think about how you've been doing on that end. Um, it's definitely something that I'm taking pride in uh, on the defensive end. I think, obviously, as a member of this team, the Jazz pride themselves on defense. Uh, so that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm growing at every day and I, I'm pretty confident in my abilities out there. And, you know, it's try to get 1% better every single day. And that's all I'm, all I'm trying to do. All right, next question, Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. George, Quinn just told us that um, while he was happy with the offense on Saturday night, he felt like the defense was a little bit Max and he challenged you guys tonight to to improve in that. How do you feel that you did overall in that area? Um, I don't know what what uh, the Suns had uh, to end the half, but I thought you know we were doing a great job uh, defensively. You know we had 14 turnovers and the game was still within reach. You know having that many turnovers usually isn't a good recipe for success, but luckily uh, we were doing a good job on defense and making them take tough shots and able to get stopped. So I think that really kept us in the game. Okay. That's all we have for you tonight. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. George Niang, uh, as the Jazz win tonight, 111 to 92. And tonight, uh, Tim George was one for three uh, from the field, one for two from three, had three points, uh, an assist and a rebound, but did have some nice defensive possessions there in the first half. Yeah, and it's it's definitely something you can tell is being – messaged uh, pretty strongly in the locker room. I think that's, um, I think he used the, the term, it's the jazz and this is what we take pride in. Um, and you love to hear that and you love to hear that that's being pushed, which we all, we all understand with Quinn, um, but these guys are buying it and it's a veteran group. So um, George just got nine minutes tonight, not a whole lot of, but you know, we know what George can do. He can, he can fill it up, you know, he can get hot and, and it sounds like, you know, he's taking pride on that defensive side as well. Let's take a look at your sharp stats of the game brought to you by the Les Olson Company. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. The Jazz tonight, 42.7% from the field, 
uh, 12 of 39 from three for 30.8 percent. They were led in scoring tonight uh, by Boyan Bogdanovich, who had 18 points on four of uh, nine, shooting three of seven from three. Mike Conley had 16 points. Donovan Mitchell had 15. Uh, Jordan Clarkson with 12 points coming in off the bench. Rudy Gobert had 11 on two of three, shooting seven of 10 from the line. But how about this? 20 rebounds for Rudy Gobert tonight to go along with two assists. And, yeah, Rudy was certainly a monster on the boards. And if you could pick a stat, I think you'd pick a stat that you'd want Rudy to excel in. It'd be block shots and rebounds. And for him to get 20 in 28 minutes, that's that's just phenomenal effort uh, by a guy who understands what all these building blocks are. So um, it's fun to watch Rudy when he's kind of in that zone on the glass and uh, felt like he he was definitely, you know, on the offensive glass, he got three, uh, 17 on the defensive glass and was just a beast. 20 plus 24, his plus minus for the time he was on the floor. Uh, for the Suns, Devin Booker had 27 points. He was much more efficient tonight than he was on uh, Saturday with 11 of 17. He He played a little bit better and, he was an issue for the Jazz, certainly, as he will be for a lot of teams. Scores score, and Don, and uh, Devin Booker is one of the best scorers in the league, um, and it is really going to be difficult to hold him down every night. But uh, you know, he, he the other night I think he was five for thirteen. So the Jazz did a pretty good job of limiting um, his looks tonight. He got a little bit uh, more done, got to the line six times, which always helps. Um, but Conversely, his time on the floor, he was a minus 16. So uh, I think the the verdict's out on this Suns team. I know a lot of people got excited about the talent, um, but all that talent's got to fit together, and, and that's going to be the real um, issue here is can they get everybody on the same page. All right, we'll get you more sound from the locker room. Coming up next, your final, the Jazz beat the Suns 111-92. to We want to remind you to go where love takes you in the all-new, completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now at Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. More straight ahead, your Jazz Game Night postgame show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night postgame show. Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe with you. Jazz winners tonight over the Phoenix Suns. They moved to 2-0 in the preseason, 111-92 is your final uh, postgame brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. Let's check out your points in the paint, brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Uh, Serta, uh, call 1-800-GO-SERTA or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. We do painting, you do life. Points in the paint tonight, Tim, all tied up, 36 apiece for the Utah Jazz and uh, for the, the Phoenix Suns. And uh, we'll see how important uh, points in the paint turns out to be to this uh, Jazz team as as we go forward. You know they want to get a lot of layups and a lot of dunks, so keep an eye on that part of it. Yeah, they took 39 threes tonight, um, which is um, not as many as, as the first night, but more than the average last year. So, and I think that's probably a trend that we'll see. I think this team's built to do that. Um, you're right. I mean, points in the paint, you always want to establish yourself. Um, but I wonder if that stats maybe become a little antiquated, you know, in its, uh, if, you know, the importance on whether you win or lose the game. Well, you mentioned the three-point shot. Let's get to the three-point takeover. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union, helping members achieve their financial dreams for more than 80 years. 12 of 39 to be exact. The Jazz were from three. Uh, 30.8%. 
Uh, they were led by Mike Conley, who was uh, three of five from three. Bogdanovich was three of seven. And then uh, a bunch of players on the team made one, uh, including Donovan Mitchell, who was one of five. But Mike Conley, three of five from three, 16 points, three assists tonight in his uh, first appearance for this Jazz team. And uh, let's throw it back down to the locker room where Conley is standing by with media. And first question will come from Tony Jones, The Athletic. Tony, we cannot hear you, so I'm going to move on and we'll come back to Tony. Next, Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Mike. Uh, so just wondering, you guys got off to a little bit of a rough start offensively tonight. What was causing that? And then what changed at the uh, end of the second, start of the third quarter? Um, I, honestly, I think, you know, we came into this game with uh, a defensive mindset. I think that's something that we took away from the first game. And I think guys were just super locked in on the defensive end, trying to uh, establish ourselves on that end that uh, things just weren't flowing as smoothly as we liked on the offensive end. But uh, as the game progressed in the second and third, I thought, uh, especially in the third quarter, we started getting getting free on some, you know, uh, early actions and some transition threes and things that are, are easy opportunities for us. And we took advantage of them and, and not, not allowing ourselves to have to work so hard uh, to score the ball. Okay, next question, Kristen Kinney, Jazz TV. Hey, Mike, obviously it's so early in the season, but being on court with Derek Favors uh, for the first time, can you get a sense of what that's going to bring this year? Oh, for sure. I, I saw it the first first day, you know, I got to practice with him. Um, I threw him a pass to his ankle, and he, like, just palmed it with one hand and picked it up and finished, and I was just like, I, you know, he's he's all right by me, so – He's um, he brings a lot of great energy. He brings a lot of the intangibles that uh, I know the this team in, in, in the past has loved and uh, the fans have loved. So we're just looking forward to um, everything that he does for us, you know, in the in, in between the lines and uh, the things that might not show up in the stat sheet. All right. Next question, Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Sorry, one moment. Um, I guess she. Okay, Ben Anderson, KSLSports.com. Okay, seems like we're having some some audio issues. Ben, can you try that one more time? Okay. <laughs> Um, let's try Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Eric? Can you hear me all right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Mike, after uh, having to sit out game one and, and there only being three preseason games this year, did you approach this with some extra urgency just in terms of, you know, wanting to get things worked out with being out there with the, uh, the rest of the starting unit? Uh, I did, you know, I, I wanted to play uh, as much as I could. Um, obviously missing the first game wasn't necessarily something I had planned on doing, you know, coming in uh, to Salt Lake City, but with the, you know, being quarantined for 10 days, it was probably the right move just to allow my body to catch up to speed and, um, and <clears throat> kind of get a couple extra days of, of practice and to get ready uh, to go. So with the shorter preseason, uh, each game, I think will get, you know, more and more real. Um, and just trying to get into that game shape as quick as possible. Okay. Um, we have a question uh, from 
Sports DNA uh, out of Greece. Christos, go ahead, Chris. Yes. Hello, Mike. I would like to ask you uh, how satisfied you are after the first two preseason games and uh, also about uh, your collaboration with Jonathan Mitchell this season. How better version of you does that we're going to see next season? Well, I think, you know, um, you know, we're all excited for this year. We're all excited for what, what's to come and what we can do with this team. And, um, and the first two games, we've we've done a lot of good things. We've got a lot of things to work on and, and work through. But uh, we're getting there and, and uh, you know, we'll take it day by day. I think Donovan, uh, the year he had last season and moving into this year, he's, he's you know, he's a better leader. He's a better player, better person overall. And, um, and we're just excited to see where he continues to grow and continues to progress because uh, the sky's the limit for him. And, and uh, if we go as far as he, he takes us, so we're excited to see him uh, continue to, to work at it. Okay, we're going to try for Sarah Todd again. Sarah? All right, hopefully you can hear me now. Um, Mike, you had a couple of good plays off the ball with Donovan tonight. I uh, got a couple of good threes off of him. How do you like that dynamic playing off ball with him? I, I like it a lot. I think um, it's, you know, taking us some time to kind of work through it. And, uh, and you know, we're, you know, me and Don find ourselves kind of fighting for the outlet sometimes and trying to figure out who's bringing the ball up. And um, I think we were, we're much better at, at that, you know, to start this season. And, um, you know, when he gets it, I just run to the corner and, and I know that he's looking to, you know, to make plays. He's so unselfish and, um, and, you know, just like coach and everybody else tells all of us, you know, be looking to shoot the ball um, when you get those kind of passes. So it's easy for me to, to come off the screen. And, and if I'm open, I'm going to shoot it. If not, I'm make a play and uh, vice versa with, you know, me handling it and Don coming off the screens or Joe or Boyan. So uh, it's just the mindset that we all have as guards and trying to make the game easy for each other. Okay. We're going to have to go ahead and wrap on this. Thank you so much, Mike. There you go, Mike Conley making his uh, debut this preseason for the Utah Jazz. 16 points. He was 3 of 10 shooting, but 3 of 5 from 3 at 3 assists. Your thoughts on Mike's game tonight, Tim? Part of me wants to just sit there and have you say, Tim, are you there? Can you talk? <laughs> the media struggling yeah. with, uh, with the Zoom. This tonight. Zoom world we're in. Struggling. Um, no, I, I think I, I love listening for the little messages and, you know, the little things that, that guys say that kind of give you a glimpse. And I think Mike said it there. Um, you know, it's been a struggle trying to figure out how to play and not be a point guard. It's what he's done his whole life. And so he's talking about instances where he and Donovan are literally fighting over the, the outlet pass. And it's just habit, you know, to come back for the ball as a point guard. But I think that's starting to now kind of flow. And he mentioned it's something you got to work through. And that's kind of what we've been witnessing is how they were kind of working through that. Uh, Mike didn't shoot the ball well tonight, uh, per se, but got to the line and didn't turn the ball over. And, you know, I can live with a guy missing some shots, um, but I, I liked his effort, felt like, um, you know, he took care of the basketball. And, you know, if you get to a point, you and I talked about this, where he kind of took a page out of the Tony Parker book and every night be around, you know, forward, upper 40s in, in field goal percentage and really kind of manage the team and the ball, you know, that's really all – you'd really hope for Mike. And uh, the nice thing is he has those nights where he can do way more than that. All right. We'll have uh, more sound for you from the locker room. Donovan Mitchell coming up right around the corner. We want to remind you to go where love takes you in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback available now at Mark Miller Subaru. 
the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. 111-92 is your final. The Jazz beat the Phoenix Suns. More straight ahead here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation free Subaru retailer. Mark Miller Subaru, your final. Jazz beat the Suns tonight, 111 92. Uh, Tim, let's uh, get a look at your Master of the Glass back again uh, on the broadcast this year. Safe Light brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert, the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. And uh, as usual, your Master of the Glass is Rudy Gobert, who was uh, just a monster on the boards tonight, Tim. Uh, we had a total of 20, uh, 17 defensive, three offensive rebounds. And Gordon and I talked about this the other day, Tim. Um, you know, Rudy was relied upon for all the rebounding last year. And Derek Favors will will provide uh, some help for that this year. But still, you know, a lot of that, especially if they play a lot of the starting lineup like they did tonight, a lot of that is going to fall to Rudy. Yeah, I would say he'd be the odds-on favorite for season-long Master of the Glass. I think he will likely be Master of the Glass. Last year, I think he had it wrapped up by about week two of the season. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I, and it makes me want to sing Master of the House okay. you know, from Les Mis. Maybe, All right. I might start chiming in every night as you read the – I don't know. Maybe we'll see, but – I we don't want to get, get creative. kicked out. I'm only two games in. I need to not sing quite yet. Save that for like our 8:30 game, where you know we're pushing midnight. That's and true. Everybody's and a it's only punchy, the freaks that you know? are up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like us. Um, <laughs> no, I think you're right. Rudy's going to be two things. I think he's going to be dominant on the glass because he is, but he's he's got to be able to take a little bit of a sigh of relief because it's not everything on him. You know, right. Faves is out there, and we talked about his hands. He gets everything. I think Conley talked about his hands in the interview. He threw a ball at his ankle. He said he went down and got it and scored it. Um, so, yeah, in my mind, there's part of the the pressure to do all that all the time, you know, that Rudy may just be able to garner some energy from. All right, let's throw things back down to the locker room. Donovan Mitchell is addressing the media. Go ahead and start. Uh, first question will be from Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Donovan, seemed like you guys um, got off to a little bit of a slow start offensively and your, your defense was keeping you in it um, until you guys were able to kind of turn things around. Can you just speak to, one, that defensive effort, and two, what eventually you figured out on the other side of the ball tonight? I think the biggest thing is we're going to have nights, you know, like that where we don't, you know, come out strong uh, offensively. And the biggest thing, as you guys know, since I've been here, is we got to make sure the defense is something that carries us, whether we're having a good night or bad. Uh, so I'm really happy with kind of how the game went. You know, we kind of need we needed this type of game to see where our defense was at. You know, and I think you know they 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 made a lot of tough shots tonight. You know, we had some breakdowns where we were there for each other, having each other's back. Um, and then when things start clicking on offense, we started to slow down, less turnovers. I had three in the first half. I think Joe had four. Like we had 14 in the first half as opposed to four last game. So I think the biggest thing is just being able to take care of the ball. Uh, we give 17 points off turnovers, which change, you know, it was 48 to 49. You know, you take 17 points or however many points off of that. You know, I think that that changed the entire game. So once we start taking care of the ball and, and hitting shots helps too. Uh, but we did a good job of that coming the third quarter and the rest of the game. All right. Uh, Tony Jones, The Athletic. 
Donovan, uh, to start the second half, you guys scored 13 consecutive points, and I think you did it on about five possessions. Um, you know, is is that kind of ability to 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 kind of run away from teams? Is that something that you guys have been striving for? Um, you know, since putting this group together. Yeah, I think, like you said, everything started to click really in that third quarter. You know, we got stops and then we converted. You know, we did that in the first half. We got stops, but, you know, we turned the ball over right back. So now we're being able to, you know, run out and transition, push the pace, uh, catch and shoot threes. Mike had a great one in the corner. Even though we're missing, like we're still taking those threes, you know, and then you get into the paint, find a ways to, to just continue to push the, uh, push the pace. And uh, But it really started with our defense. And now we were able to convert. Uh, and I think we made it. We came in at halftime and said, "Look, let's just go out there and just find a way to continue to push through." Uh, we weren't really doing uh, everything up to par on the offensive end, and then it finally started clicking the third. And that's just been our thing to continually uh, just push. You know, we didn't really do too well uh, the first game defensively. We could have done better, which we did tonight. And then finally, put two and two together come the third, the second half. Kristen Kenny, Jazz TV. Don, Mie uh, has made some strides in his game. His defense on Booker has been pretty impressive. What jumps out to you about the defensive part of his game? Um, the fact that he really had one mistake tonight in the past two games guarding a player like Devin Booker. Uh, and that's when he jumped, bought on the shot fake and he jumped. Um, you know, Mie last year might have jumped for three of those, you know, four of those. You know, his, his being able to stay, you know, stay in front, stay locked in. You know, he did that at Yale. You know, it wasn't really going to happen, you know, quickly for him. It's, it's, it's tough to come in this league as a defender, um, being able to do it the way at the level he has done uh, so far in the preseason has been great. He's been doing it in practice. He's been guarding me a bunch, making my life hell, you know, so we're really happy for him and, and continuing to show the strides that he's been able to make and, you know, making it tough, you know, I think Book had 26, but, you know, it's the tough buckets, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, we're going to, we're going to live with that. Um, and then on the offensive end, he's he's reading. He's he's you know he's still finding ways to learn and get better. He's hitting shots, getting out in transition, um, and he's he's got a, he's got a, a lot more to, a lot more to work on, but uh, more to work on. I should even say a lot more, but more to work on. And you know he's accepting that challenge, which is great. All right. Next up, Ben Anderson, KSLSports.com. Donovan, what does it mean to get a stretch like that in the third quarter uh, in the preseason? Uh, and what confidence does that give you before the regular season starts? I think it just shows what we can do, you know, when things start clicking. You know, last game was our offense pushing the pace, and this game was our defense carrying us throughout. But the third quarter today really showed what happens when you combine both. Um, and I think that's one thing we can really take with us. We can see what type of team we can be, you know. And the biggest thing, as you guys know, is we tend to fluctuate. So now the biggest push is, all right, we did it tonight in the third. We did it, you know, the past two games in different areas. But now can we put it together against L.A.? On, on Thursday and then be ready for the 22nd, you know, and I think that's just been the mindset. We had a solid third quarter. We've been good, but now we need to do it again on Thursday. And that's just been the continuous mindset. You know, we're, we're happy with where we're at. Uh, excuse me. We're not satisfied where we're at. We're going to continue to find ways to, to build upon that third quarter. All right. Last question, Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Donovan, does that dynamic between you and Mike, whether it's on ball, off ball, whichever one of you it is, I feel like it's more seamless this season than it was last season. Like you guys have evolved a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, that helps when you play against, play with each other more, you know, for a full year. Mike was obviously hurt last year. And then our experience together in the bubble, uh, I think definitely helped. Um, just because it allowed us to see where we like the ball, who like, like in situations, you know, instead of us both running to the ball, we're just going, we're pushing, you know, and being able to find each other in transition, find out guys, get, get the plays together. You know, we ran two plays and the Mike's like, we haven't run this one. All right, get this one. Or I'm like, 
boy, I need a shot. We kind of get this one, kind of getting on the same page. And I think that just comes with time, uh, time that we didn't really have throughout the season because Michael's obviously hurt. But we got in the bubble. You know, we found ways to continue to to play off each other, and that's helping us so far. All right, that's it for tonight. Thank you, Donovan. That was Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell tonight, Tim, 5 of 14, 1 of 5 from 3, 4 of 5 from the line. He had 15 points, 3 assists, and 6 rebounds in 25 minutes of play. And, you know, Donovan just keeps on going. And uh, what do you expect as far as Donovan's improvement this year, Tim? I mean, he's made a jump in every year that he's played. Obviously, who knows what was real or not in the bubble, but made a big jump going into the bubble. What do you expect from him this year? I think just to to tie everything together, he's shown us a little of everything. I mean, that dunk he had tonight Sweet. was an all-timer, really. Um, and so, you know, his top level and what he can do to help this team win um, is is has been shown. We saw it in the bubble a lot last year. And so for him, I think the next step is just tying it all together, uh, kind of being the guy that leads out and the guy that you can kind of lean on is – I liked how he talked about Mieoni and, and gave him props for the way he guards him in practice. That's why he was able to go out there and guard Booker. Um, and, but also saying, you know, he's a young guy, still got some stuff to learn, as do I. And so there's a humility to him that I really like. Um, he's got the superstar mentality, which we love as well. Just tie it all together, lead out, and be the guy. All right, uh, the Jazz get a win tonight, 111-92. to We want to remind you to go where love takes you in the all-new, completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now, Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. We wrap up the post-game show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Go ahead and start. Uh, first question will be... Conley, through the lane, gets caught in the air, flares it back to Donovan, fakes the pass, penetrates, rises, right hand, cock and hammer, Donovan Mitchell. Beautiful drive, David, he put the ball ahead of the defender, and then he ran to catch, catch up with the basketball. That is your play of the game, just a monster dunk from Donovan Mitchell, brought to you by the LA, uh, Larry H. Miller dealerships. For service, sales, and selection, lhmauto.com, driven by you. It's your Jazz Game Night postgame show. Jake Scott, Tim Lacombe with you. The Jazz win over the Suns, 111-92. Postgame, of course, brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru, uh, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. And, uh, Tim, that was uh, that was a sensational dunk from Donovan Mitchell. You mentioned it there in the last segment. And, you know, one thing about Donovan that I think separates him a little bit from other Jazz greats and not taking away from other jazz greats, but he's got that panache. You know, I said this when he was a rookie. He's a showman. He he knows kind of what uh, uh, you know what the fans want and uh, the great dunks. And maybe you know maybe Jerry Sloan somewhere would be saying you know that just put the ball in the hoop and uh, we're not here to be flashed. But Donovan, I mean, he's he's really fun to watch. Yeah, that the power that he displayed on that dunk. You know, he's had that lane just open up and. It, it didn't take him but half, you know, a split second to decide, and then, you know, he's halfway through the air, gets that thing uh, in a position and just, you know, powers that thing in. It was, it was a great play, and uh, it, those, are, those are plays you'll probably see about every third night, you know, uh, from him. He just he makes the exceptional play look pretty routine. As a rookie, I remember he, he had a breakaway and he had a windmill dunk. 
And uh, I looked at, uh, I can't remember who I was talking to at the time, but I said, when was the last time you saw a player in a jazz uniform throw down a windmill? Blue Edwards. I mean, it just, it, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty special to have a player like that in town just because he's so great, but he's also just so fun to watch play. No, he is. He, he and you just find like the great ones find ways to improve and get better. And that's what he's done. Um, he's added something here and there to his game. And um, it's, yeah, we're lucky. And we've got him locked up for a minute here too, yeah. which is course, big this off season uh, makes me happy. We'll get to watch him play here for years to come. Of course, because it was a rookie extension, I, I would guess that that um, was not a very difficult decision for the jazz to make. No, I wouldn't. The negotiation there probably went something like this. Sure, take all of the money. Go ahead. Yep, take your time and take all the money. All it's of good. it. We really like you. It's all It's all yours. And, and we've said it before, Jake, too, but what a great fit for the community in terms of the way he carries himself, the way he acts, and the way he takes pride in the community. Yep. He's a great communicator, too. I mean, it just he, – he's – he, you know, not to, to uh, you know, get too away from tonight's game, but he came along at the – perfect time and came to a franchise that needed exactly what he could give and going back to his rookie year i mean how many rookies get a chance to to come into a team where the team just loses their main score and there's really i mean i I know people were high on rodney hood at the time but he wasn't going to be that guy and all of a sudden donovan's got a situation where all his teammates are like yeah we know you're a rookie but yeah go shoot you know do your thing and he just fits that role uh, so easily they make that magical playoff run, which is just unbelievable. And from there on out, I mean, it's, you know, you, you saw the pillar to to build around. And not to say that Rudy's not that also. And sometimes it feels like if you talk about Donovan, you're almost sliding Rudy, and that certainly isn't the case. But, you know, he's he's a special player, and there's no doubt that Jazz are building around him for good reason. Yeah, yeah. And it, it actually is funny when you talk about a, a really electric guard out of Louisville. You know, when I was a kid, um, when the Jazz came to town, and they drafted uh, Dr. Duncanstein, uh, Daryl Griffith, and I just absolutely loved watching him play on Saturday afternoons when we could get their games here. But I remember that feeling of this superstar coming in here to play in Salt Lake. And, you know, it's funny. History's kind of repeated itself. We've got another electric guy who has a chance to really go down, um, you know, have the nickname, have the shoes, and what we hope here is to be able to bring this organization something it's never had. You know, he and Daryl have a bit of a bond. Yeah, uh, I've, I've heard that. Yeah, I've I've asked both of them about it. We've had Daryl on the show and then obviously, you know, uh, asked Donovan about it a couple times, particularly when he was a rookie. And it, it's kind of those two to have a similar fate. And, and Daryl obviously had a, a wonderful career and the sky's the limit for Donovan. But, you know, they could both jump out of the gym, uber athletic. Uh, Daryl certainly uh, developed his shot. Uh, well, think about to, when to they came good. around too, right? Yep. Like the Jazz needed this. They needed to be able to hang their hat on a guy. Yep. Just as you were saying that, it hit me like this is it's funny, cyclical. Life is uh, it, it kind of mirrors and, and comes back around. It does. And he was also a, a, a terrific person and in the community on all those all those different things. So, yeah, it is interesting how history is is a little bit cyclical sometimes. Um, but uh, no doubt uh, people are expecting big things from from Donovan Mitchell this year and just to keep on improving. And that's one thing he's done so far in his career is he, he keeps getting better. He hasn't 
plateaued. He, he has that hunger and that worth that work ethic. And and speaking of Rudy, that's something he and Rudy really share. The, you you can't question either one of them when it comes to you know are they going to put in the effort to do what they got to do? And the answer there is absolutely yes. Well, I, and I do believe last year one of the really good things was we got the All Star thing out of the way. Yeah, like we're not individual awards are awesome in, you know, but I'm telling you sometimes they can become such a distraction and it's almost like, yeah, we check those boxes and you don't, you know, something magic doesn't fall out of the sky and, you know, crazy things happen when you get the all-star team, but your life changes forever when you win a championship. And that's the thing these guys got to continue to stay focused on. And like you said, uh, what two better guys to have kind of, running out there and being the example for the younger guys you bring in, um, you know, Rudy and, and Donovan are both guys that are going to give you an every night effort. All right, uh, Tim, give us a few final thoughts uh, before we close the book on this one and look forward to the Clippers on Thursday. Well, it's, it's interesting because we talk about the preseason and, and tonight the jazz mirrored way more, um, you know, up until the fourth quarter, they kept their main guys in and they played um, and they worked through, the first difficult thing of the season, you know, they just did not get in any kind of rhythm early on. Um, it, but it's encouraging. They went to the locker room, regrouped, came back out, and they went on that big run and put the game away. Um, don't don't lose sight of the way they did it. It was getting stops, getting out in the open floor. This team is going, in my mind, the strength of this team, the depth, they're going to be able to play in that open floor more. Uh, and I think Mike Conley alluded to the fact that you know, you push the ball up the floor and your feet are set and you can take an open three early. Sometimes that's such a great thing because you don't have to run all that action and get knocked around. Um, if you can get that early three and it looks like Quinn's saying, hey, if we can get that, let's get it. So that's encouraging to me, the pace of the, the way they played. Um, and now a uh, couple days off and be able to go now on a road trip and try to go replicate uh, what it feels like to be on the road after a long time, not on the road playing somebody else's gym and uh, certainly a great test in, in LA against the Clippers. All right. We want to say big thanks to uh, Locke and Boone uh, doing fine work tonight. As usual, thanks to Alex Lumberg, executive producer of jazz game night. Big thanks to you, Tim. Always a pleasure, my friend. Always great to be with you. I, Again, I, I I want to use this mute button thing on you, but we'll figure that out at some point. <laughs> we want to thank our title sponsor of the post game, that of course, Mark Miller Subaru Go Where Love Takes You in the completely redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback. Available now, Mark Miller Subaru, the official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final, the Jazz beat the Suns 111 to 92. Up next, the Jazz final preseason game before we get things going officially. They'll be in L.A. to take on the Clippers on Thursday night. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 7. Of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.